0: Good evening, this is Tomorrow Christian Today, reading Genesis 46 in the NLT. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to read your word. Your word is fun. I don't know if that's the word I should be describing, Lord, to read your word, because your word is your words to us. It's serious business, and your word will not return unto you void, but will accomplish that which it... Um, seeks to do, which is to sanctify us, cleanse us. We are sanctified by your word. That's not just fun, Lord. That's eternal. That's, That's the eternal business of being readied so that we can live with you eternally in every way, shape, or form in a very solid and brand new universe that does not come apart with sin. We would like to have that now. We would like to be part of the new covenant now where we speak to you face to face. This is where you speak to us in your word. We take it with reverence and respect and we wish to be consecrated, to be made holy, to be sanctified by your love and to have our sins forgiven, Lord, so that we are clean and clear and pristine and that we are transformed day by day by your words, by your power not by our not by our works we pray in your holy name amen jacob's journey to egypt so jacob set out for egypt with all his possessions wow israel is going to egypt and when he came to beersheba he offered sacrifices to the god of his father isaac During the night, God spoke to him in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he called. Here I am, Jacob replied. So this man has been walking with God his whole life. He's not perfect, but God is his source. I am God, the God of your father, the voice said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make your family into a great nation. I will go down, I will go with you down to Egypt, and I will bring you back again, but you will die in Egypt with Joseph attending you. Oh boy. So God is telling him, you know, his future. But he, but we know his future. Our future with God is life, not death. But I think it's kind of hard to hear about, you know, the day of your physical death on this planet. And I guess my mother was the person who was the spiritual giant the juggernaut in our family and i look at my mother and i think well, how did she hear this message like she was definitely different you know all the sabbath people were like the sabbath and all the doctrines but she was like jesus and she was also talking about palm sunday and resurrection and stuff like that so i'm thinking how did like she's you know the, the god says to this man i'm the god of your father i guess maybe god says to me i'm the god of your mother Now I'm not downplaying my own father. My own father is definitely believing in Jesus more than he did when he was younger. And I I guess age has softened him, but I think that he and me and my brother, we were all influenced by my mother quite heavily. So it's like my God now is the God of my mother, but he's also the God of my father too. And my father's still alive. My father's gonna be 93 on Monday and that God has been with my mother. He somehow got into my mother's thinking, into my mother's mind. And I guess that he has used that influence to make the memories in my head that I bring back from time to time. The God of my mother must be the God of the tomorrow Christian today. Verse 5 So Jacob left Beersheba and his sons took him to Egypt. They carried him and their little ones and their wives in the wagons Pharaoh had provided for them. They're going to Egypt. They also took all their livestock and all the personal belongings they had acquired in the land of Canaan. So Jacob and his entire family went to Egypt. Sons and grandsons, daughters and granddaughters, all his descendants. Wow, it's like a whole caravan, a whole, like a mini nation. A mini, mini, mini nation, you know. These are the names of the descendants of Israel, the sons of Jacob, who went to Egypt. Reuben was Jacob's oldest son. The sons of Reuben were Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jakin, Zohar, and Shoal. Shoal's mother was a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi were Goshen, Koath and Mereri. The sons of Judah were Ur, Onan, Chela, Perez, and Zerah. So watch Judah now, okay? Keep your eye on Judah though ur and onan had died in the land of canaan the sons of perez were heresron and hamuel the sons of ishtar were tola Pula, jashub and shimron the sons of zebulun were Sarad, elon and Jelel. these were the sons of leah and jacob who were born in padan aram in addition to their daughter dinah the number of jacob's descendants male and female through leah was 33. very interesting isn't that the age that Jesus died on the cross? The sons of Gad were Zephon, Haggai, Shunai, Esbon, Eri, Arodi, and Areli, the sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi and Berai. Their their sister was Sarah. Berai's sons were Heber and Melchiel. These were the sons of Zilpha, the servant given to Leah by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Zilpha was 16. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph's sons born in the land of Egypt were Manasseh and Ephraim. Their mother was Asnath, daughter of Potiphar, the priest of On. Benjamin's sons were Bela, Peker. Ashbel, Gira, Neman, Ishai, Rosh, Mupin, Hupin, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel and Jacob. The number of Jacob's descendants through Rachel was 14. The son of Daniel was Husham. The sons of Naphtali were Jazfiel, Guni, Jezer, and Shelem. These were the sons of Bila, the servant given to Rachel by her son, Father Laban. Uh, the number of Jacob's descendants through Bila was seven. The total number of Jacob's direct descendants who went with him... Um, to Egypt not counting, his sons' wives were 66. 6'6. Let's see, how many, how many books in the Bible are there? Is it not 66? 39 in the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament? That's weird. In addition, Joseph had two sons who were born in Egypt, so altogether there were 70 members of Jacob's family in the land of Egypt. 70, isn't there? 70 elders went to the top of Mount Sinai and they saw God there and they had kind of like a, quote, last supper, unquote, or a supper. And then also, there were 70 people following Jesus around. Were there not? That's just weird, eh? I guess I'm a biblical numerologist. (laughs) Just a little detail. Just a total coincidence. Anyways, I read that kind of fast. I mean, I skipped over it. It's important. You know, obviously, God wanted it there. And, you know, it's amazing that whoever wrote this, whoever, that, you know, they got all these details, You know, there's a precision here. There's a historical record here. There's a detail here. So I guess you got to appreciate the fact that it's all there. And I'm going to assume it's accurate, you know, and I mean, it's Jewish, you know, Jewish people do things well. And that's not a coincidence either. As they neared their destination, Jacob sent Judah ahead to meet Joseph and get directions to the region of Goshen. And when they finally arrived there, Joseph prepared his chariot and traveled to Goshen to meet his father, Jacob. When Joseph arrived, he embraced his father and wept, holding him for a long time. I thought you were dead, my son. Dad, God sent me here for a reason. God sent me here to save you. I thought you were dead. I haven't seen you in a long time. Must have been a long time they were just standing there. Probably couldn't believe it. My sons, my son and daughter are in another country right now. I do talk to them through Discord, but I'm looking forward to seeing them again, but I haven't been separated from them for for 12 years. I can't imagine what this feels like. And I really don't want to. I think maybe when you're when you sign on to Jesus, things will happen to your relationships and your family, your friends, maybe your own marriage, where things will get fractured, and things will break. They may not get fixed in this world, or there may be some separation. And it may not be something you welcome or expected, and it may go on longer um for what you thought and it may not be what you thought would ever happen to you but it happens it happens god allows it god knows what he's doing the devil hits you i don't quite know all the factors but it happens i can tell you that from personal experience and i've heard a lot of christians say this to me finally jacob said to joseph now i am ready to die Since I've seen your face again and know you are still here, still alive. And Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's entire family, I will go to Pharaoh and tell him my brothers and my father's entire family have come to me from the land of Canaan. These men are shepherds and they raise livestock. Let's see, they're shepherds. Let's see, Jesus is our shepherd. Interesting. Jesus is raising sheep. Jesus has sheep. We are Jesus' sheep. They have brought with them their flocks and herds and everything they own. Then he said, when Pharaoh calls for you and asks you about your occupation, you must tell him, we, your servants, have raised livestock all our lives, as our ancestors have always done. When you tell him this, he will let you live here in the region of Goshen, for the Egyptians despise shepherds. The Egyptians despise shepherds shepherds the world is a ginormous version of a spiritual egypt and the world despises jesus christ it doesn't want jesus it wants to go its own way and if it's going to tolerate jesus he's nothing but a religion and a good guy a good teacher who did walk the walk everybody says so and who talked the talk and walked the walk the world will give jesus maybe a little respect but he wasn't he didn't he went into, he was killed early on in life by the religious leaders and he got killed and put in a tomb and as far as we're concerned that is that that's not the end of the story though is it jesus said the world hated me and it will hate you too The Egyptians despise shepherds and yet the shepherds get to live in the best part of Egypt only by God's grace. We are here in the world supposing by the shepherd and also helping to shepherd others. It's a privilege. It's an honor and it's not a right and we need to think about it and do it as tactfully and kindly and carefully as we can we will not always be returned to respect Christianity will not always be respected and we have to watch what we say and do and if we are too aggressive or don't do it right people will call us out on it the Egyptians despise shepherds. Thank you, Lord, for being my shepherd, the true shepherd. And thank you for allowing me to be a sheep. I wish to promote you and only you. Thanks for your time.